hot people in college with their penises out. <laughs> <laughs> this is normal people. Let's find a show we never seen Hi, everybody. How are you doing? It's the boys and the producer, <laughs> special guest, Devin L. in the house, everybody. Welcome. Welcome, Devin. Thank you so much for having me. It is such an honor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now, Devin, you've been on the outside looking in of this podcast for a long time, often chiming in to defend women's looks or... <laughs> defend men's looks or possibly bringing up the murder <laughs> of other <laughs> cast members television shows how does it feel to be on the the, the, the actually get a mic this time uh it feels good i'm ready to correct everything that all of you say um, <laughs> first i want to talk about <laughs> menstruation and <laughs> what i want to do is sort of give an outline of how it works uh from what i understand when a woman turns 40 40 uh it's like the shining elevator doors open and everything just gushes out. Hello, God, it's me. Your period at forty. That's <laughs> spot that on, actually. <laughs> Spotty. <laughs> <laughs> See, I know about menstruation. <laughs> Spotting is a term where I know, I know. Okay. I heard it. <laughs> okay. I don't think you're that innovative of a menstruation <laughs> researcher. <laughs> Well, Do you I'm think insulted. that's a uh, an actual job, menstruation researcher? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely right. is. There's yeah. still a lot that's not known about menstruation. Yeah. We like, like can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but think there's any rogue menstruation researchers who aren't actually qualified but just kind of roll with <laughs> oh, it? <laughs> yeah, I hear what you're saying. The biggest mystery of menstruation is why is it so fucking hot? Why is that? Why is it such a turn on? It's every time. Why is it the only thing the I look for? podcast I signed up for, actually. <laughs> so this week's episode, we're talking about the show Normal People, which was based on a book. By I, Sally Rooney. By Sally Rooney uh, that I actually read. And that's, Whoa. Yes. That's my fourth book. This is your journey into literacy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I started reading about four months ago. I yes. completed five books. No big deal. And one of them, this is the only book that I've liked so You've far. You've read way more books than me in the last six months. I've read shit. Well, I've, I, you know, I decided that I was tired of watching television. Or I was specifically tired of watching series finales to shows I've never <laughs> seen. <laughs> and Billions. Once Billions quit on us, yeah. we, we quit on TV. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been reading people on the internet convinced that Donald Trump will be the president in, on January 21st, you, 2021. You know, that's my new New Year's resolution. What My New Year's resolution for 2021 is to not read a single internet comment thread. Really? Wow. Yeah, That's because internet you. comments have like bred this level of negativity that have taken over my life. And I love comment sections. I used to read four <laughs> newspapers a day, and I loved the comment section. <laughs> and nothing good or insightful is ever said in the comment section. I might have to give up Reddit. It's a whole comment section. The whole. I mean, website. have you guys seen? Do you guys see that image I sent you of the of the? Of the guy who made the thing that said Joe Biden is in, is at Guantanamo Bay right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I'm reading. Devin, did you see that? I didn't. Joe I Biden don't know what that. Joe means. Biden has been arrested and he's at Guantanamo Bay. This is what the right wing this, people are yeah. saying. This is uh. Sally Rooney's new book that she's teasing. Actually, 
So have no fear, Patriots. Joe Biden will not be president. <laughs> Girl, he's you had a former phase where you would comment on conservative groups. What was your like signature comment? Like on male comedian Facebook photos, you often write handsome AF. Looking hot AF TBH. Looking hot AF TBH. But there was a specific line you would use on conservatives. You just write Black Lives Matter, right? I did that all. Yeah, for a while, any conservative Facebook, I would just write Black Lives Matter and get like tons of angry comments and responses. Oh my God. It was pretty wild yes now, lately i've been going on the right wing facebook pages and just replying to people and saying uh do you believe donald trump will be president on january 21st <laughs> <laughs> and i get i screen cap i get people saying hell yes no doubt it's great oh god this show is about uh two horny kids um uh, young kids. adults young, yeah. young oh, adults right yes. grown people yeah, yeah. Yeah. So much so they live in their own apartment. Yeah, yeah. they're not. Well, they're, they're nothing like children. <laughs> in real life, they're probably like thirty-five. <laughs> That's a good point. The show we watched the final episode, and let's let's get a broad strokes breakdown of the last episode. Yeah, but I mean, Devin and Jack, you you both have read the book. We, I read the book. We both read the book. I love the book. We actually watched the entire series we yeah we read the book we watched the series Damn, i read guys another book by that author you We're guys all about to start a stage play yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why we got this bigger apartment yeah we've been reenacting the scenes from it and i've just been sort of laying around nude with my uh, uncut <laughs> penis that was nice that was actually if we're gonna Wait, go there what, what and an early nice? deepak chopra moment for me is you guys are not gonna believe it i famously hate sex scenes i think they've never added anything yes. ever to a show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Best sex scene I've ever seen on wow. TV. Best sex scene I've ever seen on TV, and I'll tell you why. Oftentimes, sex scenes add nothing to the plot, say nothing about the characters, and don't even accurately portray sex, and show a gratuitous nipple of a woman with no stakes for the man. Yeah. Let's break down this sex scene early before we get into anything else. Okay, Devin, Devin, break down the sex scene. Wait, let me give you my four points. The four points of the normal people's sex scene for the Got four it. nipples present, because yes. all four were present. Man's penis shown. Yeah. Excellent. He has skin in the game now. That's a huge Four thing. skin in the game. <laughs> two. Two. This sex scene lasts about 28 seconds. There's a very urgent position change at about a second 11, which I think is hilarious. It's the best. And then three, the guy is just like sad after and is just cradling this and woman. I thought it was nice. feels... Normal to you. Well, yeah. his post not clarity. He had, <laughs> he had wise man moment. Twenty eight seconds is that's pretty good. Yeah, I did appreciate the uh, eleven second flip too. The flip was hilarious. Because you know, it's just because he's tired uh-huh. from holding himself up. <laughs> <laughs> not that I ever get tired. I don't. I don't think so. I I liked it though. I thought it was good. Yeah. No. Wow. So nice. you approved the sex scene. I did. Sex positivity coming your way. As long as the man's nude, I can tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this will change your thoughts on uh, sex workers uh, legalizing sex work in the U.S.? No. I've actually... What about Ireland? No. I've gone further <laughs> against. And I, I think Pornhub may fall. There was a big ruling against it by MasterCard and Visa. Why? Well, it's not a ruling. It's not like a court ruling. <laughs> no, it's not a court ruling. You're right. uh, Make it sound like Judge Alito no, it is, is going to unplug a computer and that no porn will exist anymore. It's a anymore. ruling from the court of MasterCard Dispute Center, which you can find at 1-800-MASTERCARD. <laughs> He's talking about how Visa Master Visa MasterCard influenced Pornhub to stop non-verified amateur content. But they said they wouldn't be accepting, they wouldn't be allowing payment on the hub. Uh, yeah, but I mean, this was to influence them to to stop non-verified amateur content, and they've they done And then that. they said, "All right, well, 
hey, p- buy away, pal? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure about that. Besides, you sh- can get a prepaid car. You can use... No, those are made by Visa. Oh, really? Yeah, but, yeah. Well, you can yeah. use Bitcoin. There are many ways around it. You can yeah. buy a gift card. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be um, huge for the growth. People now have to get Bitcoin. They have to start trading <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Ramsey would not approve. Oh, that's yeah. not what you're supposed to spend Dude, your money on. Dave Ramsey's in trouble right now, too. Yeah. Dave Ramsey's an anti-masker. And oh, over a hundred people have gotten COVID at his station. And over he's like 100. refusing to shut down the office. A hundred people at his office. Yeah, out of eight hundred people. That's a lot. Are uh, you guys I'm not gonna push you to renounce him now, but we'll talk about it. I still won't renounce him. It's fine with <laughs> me. <laughs> Do you what? How close of a family member would have to be put in danger before you'd renounce? Would have to be murdered by Dave (laughs) Ramsey, (laughs) which is possible because he also talks about how he is an open carry guy. Whenever it's legal, he does have a gun on his hip. That'd be funny. You try and get out of work with Dave Ramsey and say you have COVID, he just shoots you dead. (laughs) Devin, what do you think of the sex scene? Did you think it was gratuitous? No, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I feel like the part that made it the most realistic is they used like unflattering lighting, which is like mm. kind of real life. Like it's just like broad daylight in this bedroom. Yeah. And usually like they're doing all kinds of crazy things with the lighting and it's like all seductive looking. But this just looked like naked people yeah. having sex. Normal people. Yeah. Normal, yeah. Some would <laughs> say. They could call. They could. Ch- that could be the sequel. Naked, no, <laughs> naked people. <laughs> were they on the floor? Was yes. That, yeah. They were on the floor too. That was the one point against it for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, there's a couch right there. Well, yeah. chiropractic. He has a twin bed a, though. I mean. Oh, he does. Not great. Mm. That That's wasn't a huge ag- plot point in the <laughs> last episode. I don't know if that was a big part well, of the whole series. All we talked about. They do a deep exploration of his, of his twin bed. <laughs> do you, uh, yeah, I guess that's twin bed. What about a cot in a van? Is that point four? <laughs> Or is that it? Because the cot in the van is very less firm. less than normal people. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a s- series called Homeless People. <laughs> <laughs> that is a new stat. Now, these guys, these, what are these, Irish people? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, matey. <laughs> wow, that was a great... Irish pirates. That was, a great, <laughs> that was a great Irish accent. Oh, thanks, brother. <laughs> Wait, David, let's hear it. Oh, they always say... Sound. <laughs> they do sound. Why do they say that? I think uh, it's like cool. Oh, no yeah. Sound. sound? Like, oh, can you get me a drink? He's like, sound. Sound. Right. Sound. What's the crack? What's the crack? I actually listened to an Irish <laughs> MMA podcast and I, they say, what's the crack? What's the crack? it called? S- Three Roofers in Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. Um, yeah, so this is like my, this book, I read three books and I kind of didn't like them all. Yeah. And then I it's read. It's good to not like stuff, though. Were they the Hardy Boy mysteries? <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Drew, actually. <laughs> no, I forget. One was by the Silver Linings Playbook guy. Then one was by some old lady who died in like 1942. And Frank. Willa Cather? <laughs> was it by Willa Cather? Did you read no, it? No, like we, we've always lived in the castle. Yeah, which don't is, know that one. She wrote the haunting, uh, the house on Haunting Hill, or something like I've that. I've been watching that. Yeah, she wrote it's the. Good. She wrote that. She sort of. She was like a horror. Shirley writer. Jackson. Yes, Shirley Jackson. Yeah. yeah, nice job. And um, that book sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked, dude. It was like 160 pages. It took me six weeks. It was so bad. And wow. then I read Normal People, and it took me two days. I cruised through it. Yeah. Because it's so angsty. It's all about like love. And yeah. it's, uh, it's super easy to read, you know? Yeah. Why did you like it? Um, I don't know. I just, I really liked the style of her writing. I thought yeah. it was pretty straightforward, but 
really good i know it's something about the characters too like it was that character development i think that made me want to like keep reading it and similar to you i think i read it in like two days because it was just so good it's very quick yeah the show is about a, a couple in a relationship and the man the they're in a heterosexual relationship the man he's been good point he's been offered <laughs> this great graduate school position in new york city and he's wow. gonna leave ireland you did editorialize a little bit there. Great graduate program in New York City. That's and the true. MFA. You're talking to some Dave Ramsey people. That's going to ruin his life. <laughs> Taking out debt <laughs> for that MFA. He has a ticket to ruin his life. He has a ticket to poverty is what he has. But in the book, is it from one character's perspective? No, it's from both of theirs, okay. right? Yeah, it, it it's not like first forth. person at all. Do it's they talk like shit about each other in their heads? Are they like, is he, is she, is she like, God, he looks like shit in those shoes. I wish he would get new shoes or something like that. No, there's a whole <laughs> chapter called Gray Sweatpants Season. <laughs> <laughs> so they're a loving couple. They're yeah, they like each other. It's mostly a back and forth. This final the show the episode you guys see is like the culmination of a lot of back and forth. And I felt thing, like it was kind of her show. All back and forth. Like the yeah. entire story is like kind of just constant miscommunication because they're like young and stupid and neither of them will just be like i want to be together let's be together instead it's all like you didn't understand when i said that i liked it it's just like 20 different versions of that yeah mm-hmm. and in any the, at the end it's sort of like you should go but i want you to stay but in irish voices you know <laughs> and you should go, go matey i would summarize <laughs> it as like the guy doesn't want to tell her that he just wants to move to New York, which mm-hmm. he does want to do, but he yeah. wants her to move too. And then she's just like, no, I like living in Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> which is interesting because her character has sort of been the one that's like, oh, I'm, I'm a free spirit the whole time. Mm-hmm. So for her to be at the end, be like, actually, I like Ireland. This is where I want to be. Maybe she got wind that crooked Joe Biden and crooked <laughs> Hillary were taking over the country and she didn't want any part of it. Maybe she's a level three sex offender and she can't leave the country. <laughs> <laughs> is that possible? That part was not explored in the, the book. <laughs> but there was definitely some read between the lines stuff that mm-hmm. uh, could could make you think that. Yeah. These people had like a, they had a, a, a just, I this, this called normal people. And they seemed like they had a pretty normal relationship, you know, like they go to the pub, they have sex on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can remember, I guess. Well, in this, there's not that much that happens because in the, in it the seems show. like a lot of it is an emotional wrestling, so the it's show, not really about plot. The show is basically like two important conversations. One of which happens in a library, which is rude, to be <laughs> honest. It, it does show me that this is a bit of a self-centered couple. They decide to have a major conversation in a library. It's a little rude. That's true, and they're at like a big shared table. A big shared table, yeah. clearly during finals period, very uncool. Do you think that you, if you were on set, you would have convinced the director to let you sit in and be like, Psh. <laughs> <laughs> while you're while you're reading, uh, you know, a biography about uh, a guy from the 1910s who founded, you know, ice skating rinks. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to read this. I don't want to buy the book. It's expensive. Yeah, yeah. You can't talk in the library like that. They would be fresh. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole genre of pornography women reveal themselves in libraries. You guys know that? I did no. not know that. Well, I do. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of charge card do you put that on? Uh, <laughs> you put That's that on, on an Arby's <laughs> gift card. <laughs> you put that they, on your library card, actually. Yeah, that's how you do it. Boo. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think. What else happens in this episode? 
It's like, well, you know what I was thinking? This episode's only like 28 minutes long, whereas the rest of the show is all like an hour. Oh, really? Oh, no, it's not. I think it is. They're a bunch. They're all over the place. It looked like they were mostly 20s. Yeah. but mm. it Like 28s, but there was, there was 24. Maybe they just felt like an hour because of these grueling emotional <laughs> conversations. Yeah, I mean, the 23-minute the finale is like kind of unheard of. So I was impressed it's that unusual. they like wrapped it up. Yeah. Because yeah. most of the And it was, wasn't a sitcom. Yeah. No, you never they, hear about they that. They drag it out. But this show was like... Much like the relationship, it. they just cut it right off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unfortunately. Do you guys think... That this plays into a second season where it's a back and forth. Now he's no, in America. Mm. I don't. You Do you? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think the money. It was a popular show. I think. But the, does the book go there? The book no. doesn't go there, but they'll just fucking. Yeah, you know, they can Hollywood. Do that. Yeah. Irish, Irish Hollywood. I have an idea for a little exercise. You both have read the book. Yes. But we haven't. So my idea for the exercise is that we this is this is all about this couple, but we have no idea how they met. Mm. Me yeah. and Zach will come up with. Scenarios and how Please. we think these two met. Yeah, I like it. Let's okay. hear it. Um, he was an IRA bomber <laughs> and <laughs> he was planting a bomb in the back of her trunk. And, uh, and uh, he, then her baby started crying and he had a moment to think about it and he said, You know what? I won't do it. I won't <laughs> kill the baby. <laughs> Matey. So she's a single mother who just. <laughs> <laughs> they got, he convinced her to get rid of the baby. <laughs> He convinced her to put it up for adoption. To let the bomb go anyway, but just come with him. <laughs> That's my guess. IRA bomber who uh, had, a, had a moment of, of clarity. You did notice they all had cell phones, and uh, it was 2017. In the He's p- holding on to a dream. My guess, um, they were sparring partners at a local <laughs> MMA gym. <laughs> he would spar with her. Yeah. Full force? Full force. There's a <laughs> lot of black eyes early on in the uh, the book. So one of us probably got it right. It, it was like a recurring <laughs> gag that people would be horrified when they would see them walk into a bar and be like, she'd be like, don't worry, he he punched me in the face. And they would laugh about it because he really did in the octagon. That's, uh, that's how they met. But of course, the true joke was that in Ireland, it's completely normal to hit your spouse. And it's not a big deal at all. <laughs> Uh, Devin, you want to tell him? You want to relay the truth? The actual truth? Yeah. Um, Spoiler. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, actually, like how they met was kind of like the crux of the whole story. I thought. Really? Yeah, because yeah. it's this weird power dynamic where Marianne, which is one of the issues I have with the show, it starts when they're in high school and she's like the weird, ugly girl, mm-hmm. and so he and all of his friends, no one will talk to her. Connell's mom works for Marianne's family, so they end up becoming friends and they end up becoming lovers. But it has to be a secret from the whole school because she's so ugly and weird. (laughs) But you watch the show and (laughs) she's she's beautiful. She's not ugly. The entire time. The book describes her as the the ugliest girl in the school. Really? (laughs) Yes, it literally says the ugliest girl in the school. Is it from a third perspective or is it from her perspective? Is she telling the story about herself? The no, first like 200 pages is testimonies from all the <laughs> classmates about how <laughs> ugly she is. Because if it was her talking about herself, maybe she just has a Low distorted view of herself. No, but it wasn't. No, it, it's just it's like the narrator. the narrator is like, she was fucking nasty. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, he had to keep it a secret from the whole school because they would ridicule him because of how ugly she was. Yeah, this that's is, like the first three chapters. This yeah. is something I hear about the Twilight novels, that in the Twilight novels, Bella... She's like written as like everyone around everyone at the normal kids of the school are like, ugh, she's weird and gross. But she's also written to be like, extru- like so gorgeous that the like the 
vampire guy takes one look at her and like falls in love in a second, you know? Yeah, that was that's it's, the problem it's, with this show. It's like uh ugliness can make uh if you're like weird looking, you're singled out and it makes you more interesting, right? You're not mm-hmm. part of the crowd. Mm-hmm. So it would be better if they had just made her like if they had just picked an uglier actress. Like Adrian Talia Shire from, from Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. You think she's ugly? She was cast because she was ugly. At least that's what it says on Wikipedia. Sylvester Stallone said, yo, you're an ugly. Get in here. (laughs) (laughs) They wanted someone homely. Huh. I think if she had gone out for the part, she would have been off the age a little bit. It'd be so funny (laughs) to have 69-year-old Talia Shire playing a 15-year-old. I don't know if she can do those. She can't lie on the floor like that, you know? It's dangerous. Tell you Shire's chiropractic body double for <laughs> intimacy scenes. Lying on the floor is good for your back. Really? That's true, but only if you can get up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Marianne and Connell? Yeah, yeah. Marianne and Connell. Marianne Connell. and Connell. 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 <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> to say stuff like that. I, I did it pretty... We would get into the voices a little bit after, and actually after the... We'd watch the show. We'd recreate the love scenes in the Irish accent. That sounds romantic. <laughs> do you want to let them know? What, you want to do a little role play right now? Of us recreating an Irish love scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marianne, you look really ugly tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Colonel. Sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah, thanks. Jump off. Put your phone here away. <laughs> <laughs> James Joyce is Irish. He had the fart letters. Oh. Oh, yeah. oh. That was the best, dude. Have you ever heard those things? Oh, I've been dating you for long. Yeah, you used to read them a lot. <laughs> They're hilarious. Yeah. Before you read books, you just read James <laughs> Joyce's <laughs> fart letters. There are several things I assume Jack has talked to you about, and that is the fart letters, Olivia Munn's sex to Chris Pine. <laughs> <laughs> I've read those. <laughs> and um, and uh, doing the what time is it gag where you put your penis around your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be a good life, Marianne. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting pretty good at the accent there. So in the end, in the end, they have like a career thing that makes them not be together. And, you know, this is crazy because I've had a similar situation. I was in college and I had a lover. Oh, we had we had to break up. It was crazy. My boyfriend, Hector, and I started dating at Bard (laughs) College during our sophomore year. We'd initially met on a TikTok subreddit trying to figure out why we had been banned from TikTok after mentioning the plight of the Uyghurs in one of our videos. Our activism brought us both to Bard, and it brought us together. Bard has an extensive prison outreach program that Hector and I had a lot of our dates at. We would take a lot of our dates at the visiting center at Sing Sing Prison. We would go into Sing Sing and ask the guard if any single guys hadn't had a visitor lately, and we would take him out to lunch. Eventually, we started getting hot and heavy and pretty flirtatious with one prisoner named Kyle. (laughs) Hector, forever the activist, decided that would be cool and good for our TikTok brands if we petitioned to visit Kyle for a conjugal and have the United States' (laughs) first polyamorous conjugal... conjugal prison visit. That's a good idea. However, in order for an inmate to have a conjugal, he must be legally married to the person visiting. Mm. Really? So Kyle, Hector, and I showed up to the prison courthouse to have a wedding ceremony. After the judge pronounced Kyle and Hector husband and husband, (laughs) I was ready for my turn to join them as husband and husband and husband. (laughs) But the judge told me that polyamorous marriage was illegal in NYC, (laughs) and I could not be joined to this couple. Jeez. Hector looked at me awkwardly and said he was going to do it anyway because Kyle was hot. 
<laughs> so <laughs> Hector ended up leaving me for inmate Kyle. I wanted to go, but I was not invited. Damn, yeah, that, that sucks. So you got like left out. I did. That is like such a nightmare. Like for people, for like polyamorous is that like you eventually just sort of get sidelined out. You know, <laughs> you just get iced out of your yeah. own. You're marriage. all laying on the, the the ground floor, making love, <laughs> and then one of them pushes you up to the couch. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an upgrade if you get to <laughs> sleep on the couch. I had a similar situation where I had a had a boyfriend. And uh, it went south because of career-related reasons. There was only one thing I wanted when I was growing up in Nebraska. I was a farm boy who always wanted to impress my dad, a corn farmer who was stern and withheld his love to punish me because he thought I was too effeminate. I knew the only way to impress my stern father was to become a star quarterback for the University of Nebraska football team. I planned to go on an athletic scholarship, so I tried out for my high school football team when I was a sophomore. Unfortunately, on the first kick return, I took a severe hit, and I was paralyzed from the waist down. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I was permanently confined to a wheelchair, my dreams of being a star QB were pretty much gone. Pretty much. I I mean, you never know. But I did manage to get a settlement that allowed me to pay tuition for for University of Nebraska, and so I attended there in the fall of my 18th year. I began to attend classes, and that's where I met Herbie. Herbie was like me. He had a dream as well. Herbie dreamed of being the uh, the University of Nebraska mascot, Herbie Husker. Herbie Husker was the University of Nebraska mascot. He had blonde hair, and he was a star. Herbie and I met in econ class. We went back to my place. We had sex. (laughs) (laughs) He said he didn't mind that I was in a wheelchair, as that made made it much easier for him to get off. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't long before Herbie was uh, in the Herbie Husker outfit and getting people out of control. People loved him as Herbie Husker. He would do <laughs> cartwheels and backflips. He would get the crowd pumping till they were all on their feet, except for me. He was so popular, he was tapped to become vice president under Kamala Harris in her, second t- in her first t- uh, run as president. Wow. Yeah. I begged Herbie to stay, that I needed him. I needed him to be with me as a lover and someone who could wipe my bottom for me because I could not do it on my own. <laughs> Jesus. But Herbie refused. He went on to become vice president. The first mascot vice president in U.S. history. <laughs> Did he wear the uniform? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, so I've actually had this sort of situation arise before, too, where a lover left me to pursue a better a career. Um, in college, my boyfriend and I were known as the funnest couple on campus <laughs> because we drank more than we could, we could handle, and performed oral on the mil- <laughs> in the middle of the party. <laughs> <laughs> we, had to, we had to start a... We even started a club called... Chatter debate. Chatter debate was a a team where we would charge people to watch us debate politics, and the loser would be anally penetrated. Wow! The website was very popular, but when (laughs) we graduated, it was obvious that my boyfriend Johnny Sins was being pulled (laughs) to LA. His penis was much better than mine, and he was being offered thousands of dollars to perform. I unfortunately was not wanted because of my body and my small penis. Johnny and I packed up the things. I packed up his things to move from Harvard. Johnny begged for me to go with him, but I knew he was on to bigger and better men. <laughs> he wept. <laughs> God. I can't wait to hear this. He wept in my anus. All <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Don't say it again. <laughs> yeah, say it again. <laughs> he wept in my anus all night. <laughs> 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 
while we listened to Fleet Foxes and Regina Spector. I cried too, but only because my hemorrhoids were flaring. Oh. <laughs> Our love was intense, but beautiful. Wow. Did you ever see Johnny Sins after that? Uh, I've, I've, I, every time he pops up on my Pornhub, I make sure that I decline my, I get my MasterCard declined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say something similar happened to me, but it actually wasn't that similar. <laughs> um, but no, I was dating my college boyfriend for years and we decided to stay together post-graduation. So when it finally came time to leave college, he informed me he would be using his degree in biology to pursue a job he had accepted at the GW Zoo in Wynwood, Oklahoma. Nice. Under the tutelage of a man named Joe Exotic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and under the titty ledge of a man named Bhagavan Antle and nice. his four scantily clad wives. Wow. Um, so my boyfriend was actually not going to be studying tiger biology but instead he was brought on as the lead amputation expert <laughs> responsible for <laughs> ensuring that any amp employee who required a major limb amputation was back at work the same day <laughs> 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 so during my time at the zoo i used my degree in supply chain as the quality control manager responsible for sorting through the used meats from the local walmart dumpster <laughs> <laughs> our relationship finally came to an end when my boyfriend was tamed into a thruple with joe and another man and <sighs> is <laughs> is now serving in the Oklahoma State Penitentiary for murder for hire and animal abuse. <laughs> and he can be seen on Twitter where he regularly begs Kim Kardashian to call President Trump to be pardoned. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh. So you did have another lover before me. <laughs> <laughs> A tiger man. <laughs> oh, boy. Wow. Good job with your writing assignment. That was really good. Thank you so much. No problem. I feel bad for Joe Exotic. All I remember now, you used to remember the jokes. Now I just remember that kid who shot himself I know. on his farm. Yeah. That was awful. The dead guy, the ex. The Joe was fire an abusive where husband. All the animals were dying. That was clearly <laughs> set by a person. Oh, my God. It really, I think, for me, demonstrated the power of drugs more than anything else. Because like his, his husband, one of them, was just a straight man. Yeah. Both of them. Oh, both of them are straight? The, the one who's alive now... He's oh, married to a woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And his oh, other husband yeah. was, like, he straight, was too. He was never yeah. a homosexual before he got there and was, like, married. <laughs> I think <laughs> Meth does crazy <laughs> things. And I think that his husband that was ma is married to a woman now is just like, yeah, Meth is crazy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he talks at the end about it. Yeah. I don't think I they were super into, into it. No, they were I addicted, and he held it over <laughs> I don't know what happened. Maybe everyone is gay and only people who are closed-minded don't see that. But Joe Exotic <laughs> is able to give people the full experience yeah, with the help of drugs and not allowing them to leave and forced labor. You know? Meth opens your mind up yeah. to like As the true... Bhagavan Antle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Bhagavan did it with drugs. He did it with his sick ponytail. <laughs> and I think... I don't know if you're allowed to leave. I don't know. Not good stuff. No. This show was a very much more free couple, but love is such a powerful thing. It really makes that people sometimes make... Sometimes you wish you were under the trance <laughs> of a uh, tiger trainer. Now, Zach, you mentioned before about this, you thought, very rude conversation in the library. This, is, this conversation is kind of the crux, the conflict of the whole episode. We should listen to this clip. We absolutely should listen to this clip, which you will notice is not two people whispering in a library. <laughs> All right. Mm -hmm, yeah, just got this email. From who? 
Carl, from who? It's, uh... It's, it's from this university in New York. They're offering me a place in their MFA creative writing program. Oh. I didn't even know you'd applied. I mean, congratulations. I'm, I'm not surprised they've offered you a place. I'm just a bit surprised you didn't mention it. Well, it was such a long shot. I, I, I was embarrassed. To be honest, I, uh, I still look up to you a lot, and I, uh, I wouldn't want you to see me as like I don't know what deluded or. Connell. I, I don't even know why I applied. It wasn't even my idea. Whose idea was it? Uh, one, of, one of my tutors. It's really brilliant, Connell. You can see me in New York, can you? Yeah, actually. Can't. I can't even. It's making me feel. Now is not the time for me to go halfway across the world and live in a city where I don't know anyone. Like, I could barely walk down the street in Dublin a couple of months ago without having a panic attack. How's that going to work in New York? Put it away for a bit. It's, it's brilliant they offered you a place. Don't think about what to do with it for now. I'm not going. Okay. I can't imagine Connell in New York because he doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> this, this conversation is so fucking annoying. I hate this. This is so classic. This guy has this cool thing happen to him. Immediately the woman questions why he did this. He's like, oh, you didn't let me know about it. You know, it's so who, like, who well, it's wanted even you to worse apply? in the book, yeah. too. Oh, like, really? In the yeah. book, she's like, who told you to do this? And she's like, did Sophie know? Because Sophie, <laughs> <laughs> Sophie is like the editor that he's close with of the magazine. And she's like, oh. did Sophie tell you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this whole like jealousy thing of like another girl. It's really? So in it's the like, let, let it breathe for a second. You know, let the man be excited about the email. Instead, immediately, she's like, Immediately well, look up how much tuition is and <laughs> tell him how bad of an idea it is. They should do a sequel where he decides to go, but then he gets here and it's 2020 and he can't <laughs> leave his apartment. He's paying $35,000 a semester to like do Zoom classes where he's got to turn on his fucking Zoom camera. Uh, do you, I mean... A th- an MF, a creative writing degree. I was, I've listened to this other podcast about Stephen King, and there's all these writers on it. Or they want to be writers, and they talk a little bit about the structured creative writing courses. And some of them have good stuff to say about it, but others don't. What do you guys think? I mean, I think that they we're all writers. We just showed, we just showed our writing. <laughs> <laughs> you said tears in my anus. That was beautiful. <laughs> I think an MFA and any kind of master's degree is a cash cow for university. That nice. is a good thing to do. If you have $100,000 to blow and you don't want to buy a Jaguar, go to get a master's <laughs> degree. But it's not a good investment. You'll never make your money back on your investment. An Unless MFA is sooner to like, but yeah, but an MFA. What? A doctor is a professional <laughs> degree, an MD. This is to be a master's of fine arts. So a master's in writing. So what kind of job can you get with that? You could be a professor and make 55. Yeah. Jesus. 
on a hundred twenty. Could you even be a professor? Don't you have to be like a doctor half the you time? You could probably teach in a creative writing program, which wouldn't get you a tenure track job, but would get you about seventeen thousand dollars a year, and then oh, you could perfect. piece together a few of those at multiple communities. But colleges. Oh would you God. have hot undergrad TAs looking to? get with you TAs probably with not TA. you probably get expelled for that and then arrested and then you <laughs> yeah <laughs> See, arrested they're 18 plus i assume power dynamic power power you're right power yeah, dynamic. You that's it that's power at the court of mastercard you, you disputes can, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember that there's a huge power dynamic between the man making seventeen thousand a year at the community <laughs> college and the ta well, what about the power dynamic between connell who was normal looking and his Butt ugly girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, but the, in this clip, the butt ugly girlfriend, he he like has a has self esteem problems. He doesn't yeah. think he can deal with real life, and he looks up to her. They both are all throughout the book and the show. They're very much like, oh, I'm never, I'm not good for anything. And <laughs> she comes from like a massively wealthy family that employs his mother. Mm. Yeah. Oh, she's super hot. I mean, wealthy. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> both. Yes. Uh, no, I definitely don't think. Um, so you're talking about the, the Stephen King. I think like when I took the comedy class, it was helpful. Yeah. You're taking a stand-up class, it was super helpful. <laughs> and not really. It was just like, eh, I like classes in general, so I was cool with it. And it made me feel like it gave me the idea of what I need to actually be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's important. the difference. That was a um, 10-week class <laughs> that cost you $220 <laughs> versus a two-year program that cost you $110,000. Yeah, but Joe Paul was asking the idea of classes in general. Yeah, I was just thinking what you oh, thought. Oh, I think classes are a good idea. Oh. I think paying mm-hmm. a huge premium is probably risky. I yeah. do feel like it's also all about how much effort you put into it because I took some creative writing classes in college like for fun. And I did horrible because I was just not trying. Mm-hmm. But we had to read our work in front of the entire class. And it got like pretty humili- humiliating. Oh, it's not easy. I it took a screenwriting class too. It's brutal. Oh, if you're not awful. proud of it or yeah. even if you are proud of it, but people have to critique. They can't just sit there and congratulate. What did you yeah. write about in the class? I wrote about the story where I don't know why I wrote a true story about someone who was currently in college with me. <laughs> oh, damn. You just doing like Perez Hilton. <laughs> Gossip. I was, I was trying to be gossip girl. I wrote a story about how my freshman year roommate stole two thousand dollars of my meal plan. <laughs> what? That's a lot. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. It was a lot. That's it a was pretty a pretty story. wild story. But I there's only like eighty days in a semester, right? Well, she did it all on the last day of school. And she what do you do? She just ate a ton of burgers. <laughs> no, she like she went to the dining hall and she was there for like a few hours and then she rolled back like grocery carts of food. Cause she was gonna be there for the next. And she, the rest of yeah, the sem- she like, like gave me back my card program. and was like, "I use the rest of your money." And I was like, "That was like that's $2, the weirdest $2. thing I've ever heard." It was crazy. And then I like went through the stuff because I was like, "I'm taking some of this food back." And she had <laughs> lobsters in there. What? <laughs> How is she going to store $2,000 worth of groceries? Like, even if you just got $2,000 of beans, you're going to have a problem. This is a good move. If she buys a male and a female lobster, she can start raising them. This is actually a brilliant move. Wait, so she took... Did she? Were you gonna use that money? It was just like a huge misunderstanding, and I do feel bad. I gave her my card and was like, "You can go buy lunch since I have some money left." But you didn't say you could go buy <laughs> lunch for the next year. <laughs> it's definitely not a misunderstanding. I've never heard of anyone spending two thousand dollars at a grocery store. <laughs> 
I wouldn't <laughs> even know how to do that. In fact, Jam and 94.5, because they're listening to the radio now when I go places, uh-huh. they had a sweepstakes. The grand prize was a PS5 and a $1,000 grocery <laughs> trip. Like, even they weren't like, no one would need $2,000. And I heard that. I was like, $1,000. How would I spend that? Oh, that'd I be know. hard. Lobsters. It was crazy. But then it was so stupid of me to write like an op-ed about this to read yeah. to my entire class. Did you ever send it to her? No, you know what? I like never really saw her ever again. She was probably busy eating. <laughs> <laughs> she had no time. She launched her mukbang YouTube career from that one hall. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, it was. Do pretty, you still have the story? You think? I'm probably on my old MacBook, but I mean, the story itself was garbage. I was basically just writing a story that I thought was funny, very yeah. poorly, and reading it to people. When How I, long was it? I don't even remember. 40 pages. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When I've done stuff like that, I mean, were you, do you think that you were the worst in the class or were you better than that? I was like fine. It was only like 15 people in the class probably, but I mean, there was probably people that were, there was people that were worse than me just because there was people that were like strange. Like there was some like odd people who wanted to tell some very specific, weird genre stories, Mm. you know? A lot like our writing assignments. (laughs) (laughs) it'd be kind of fun to go to like a a, take a writing class at a college and then just perform our writing assignments that would be fun dude you could do i bet some people write even more vulgar things than you sure and and it's like art they're describing (laughs) sex graphically yeah tears of my anus the book the (laughs) op-ed marianne connell marianne connell Just have fun do you want to do a Deepak Chopra moment, something yeah. you liked about the show? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. My Deepak Chopra moment would be, um, it's good to see ugly represented. You know, it was good to see. No, um, I like the Irish accents. I thought they were cool. It mm. makes me want to be Irish. Irish, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, my thing that I liked about the show was that... Um, uh, you go ahead. I got, I'm gonna, I, give me a second. I like thoughts. the sex scene, as you know. The, the male nudity, the equality of nudity. That's true. Is what I liked. I liked... Um, Your Deepak Chopra moment. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Oh, okay. I just want to let the listener know that this is our Deepak Chopra moment. This is our favorite part of the episode. <laughs> yes. As my Deepak Chopra moment, also known as my favorite part of the episode, um, I really liked... I kind of have two. So I liked Marianne's friend, Joanna, I think. She was, like, good the whole time. She was yeah. just, like, a good friend. She's the one they show, like, they have, like, a wine night together. I don't know. She's just, like, a good she's female the, friend. She's, like, she the has, fat white girl. Yeah. She, like, has her head on straight. She's supportive. She gives good advice. And I don't know if she was in this episode, but she was really good in the whole mm, rest yeah. of the show. She might have been. She might have been. She might have had a moment. quick moment they at go a to party. Like, they go to a pub yeah. for a minute. Yeah. And there's, yeah. like, a bunch of people that. there. So maybe they're in that. Um, yeah. What's your other deep? Oh, my other one. At some point, Marianne says something about how, like, I think because she doesn't want to go to New York, she says something about how, like, she's finally content in her life, and that's why she wants to stay in Ireland. And I just thought that was nice because the whole show is about her being like various stages of like depressed and anxious and whatever, and finally she's like hit her stride and she's happy. Yeah, the contentment thing was a nice line, and when I watched it, I thought it was nice, but that was before I found out. She was like fabulously wealthy, so <laughs> my sympathy for her is drops a little bit. <laughs> She's rich as hell in Ireland. That's probably that sounds not too bad. Um, I'm bitter. 
<laughs> at her wealth. <laughs> at her wealth. I'm angry. <laughs> Marianne's wealth. I'm pissed. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment would have to be uh, the two intense relationship conversations we get in the show. One in the library, which is rude. Then the <laughs> <laughs> they do the other one, the other intense, the, the last one where, they, where he finally decides he's going to go and she's going to stay. They do that at a funeral. <laughs> they're in the backs. They're in the back of a funeral for. They uh, don't know the person <laughs> who died. <laughs> <laughs> they just want some candy, so they drip in to get. They grab some candy and they talk. They end their relationship in the back of the funeral <laughs> parlor. Uh, no, but I that the the whole the way people speak to each other. This is how people think they talk to each other during breakups. Yes, you know, <laughs> the, people are like, this is it's so. When I broke up with them, it was beautifully emotional Dude, like this. I that is TV, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Tough guys talk to people how but people think they would if they got cut off. This show, though, does a really good job of hitting that. Like, a lot of shows, mm-hmm. it's even somehow more. It's just fluffy enough where you're like, this is unrealistic. Where this show, people watch and think, this is exactly what I went through. This is a good show. Yeah, yeah. I have dated people who, like, I, I know that they were like, when we had intense, or when, whenever they were, t- we we're on the verge of breaking up or something. I know that she was like, she was saying something that I think I was. I'd be like, you, th- you th- saw that on TV or something. Because she was like, <laughs> John Paul, I line. <laughs> <laughs> Where she would be like going so deep, and she would be like, oh, it bothers me that you live in a van. And I'd be like, bullshit. You saw that on TV. <laughs> That's a TV line. That's not an original thought. Who could think that? <laughs> <laughs> Want to do a role play? Yeah, let's do, let's a, role do a role play. I'll be Connor. I'll be a I'll be a pu- I'll be a pub bartender. I'll be a librarian. <laughs> I'll be Marianne. Oh, Marianne, I need to see you at the bar tonight. Okay, Connor, but I'm in the library. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the big deal? They can talk. It's no. I'm not bothered by it at all. Hey, do I come to the pub and tell you to quiet there? No. So don't come to the library and tell me to talk louder. Okay, well, I'm trying to have a serious conversation well, with my Well, why at the library? There's a lot of places to have a conversation. We're filming a new genre of porn. <laughs> why are you filming in the library? It's very well, People like it. <laughs> it's very hot. <laughs> Who are you? Are you a student here? I, w- I work at the pub. You know that. No, you work at oh, a pub. Hey, hey everyone knows you know the, the local bartender. It's You're always drunk, man. Oh, so it's just a pub now, huh? Back, w- back on Christmas Eve when we were the only place open, it was the pub. <laughs> Well, it's a pub now, okay? Hey, you got to stop drinking on the job. You're telling people to... I'm sh- not drinking on the your job. Your have been slurred and everybody knows it. Hey, it's a pub in a cab. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why, why you got to go after the police like that? Because, Connell, I know your daddy is a policeman and he raised a real bride. Well, I don't actually know my daddy. His daddy been out of the picture. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pub. All porn understands boys. <laughs> oh. That now actually g- makes sense. Now get <laughs> Did you learn you that in a creative writing class? Because that was pretty good. Uh, yeah, some girl was talking about something. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> now you guys, you guys start getting frisky. <laughs> well, you okay. can do it, but you have to be quiet. It's a library. Okay. We'll All do right. one take quiet and one take loud. <laughs> no, you, why are you, t- are you the director? Uh, d- DP, director of photography. <laughs> There's a DP for the shoot. <laughs> Who's the director? Marianne, no. Quiet I'm on the no. set. I'm <laughs> I've been telling you quiet on the set the whole time. Hey, will you two shut the fuck up? Marianne, would you take my hand? We have to have sex on the floor. It's the only way. 
Okay, that floor looks pretty comfortable. Quick position change. <laughs> Be careful, I just mopped the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Li- library rules, I wipe it every 30 <laughs> minutes for COVID. Now, where are you from in Ireland? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you from, uh, where do I sound like you I'm from? You sound like Mumbai, Ireland. Well, have you ever heard of immigration, my friend? <laughs> the island is a wonderful country. <laughs> Marianne. Yes, Colonel. Will you come with me to America, to L.A., to follow our adult entertainment dreams? Oh, I've heard of America. Shrewsbury <laughs> is a nice town. <laughs> Colonel, you know I can't do that. Why? Because I'm too rich. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's fair enough. I'm off I'm to America. I'm not sympathetic to her no more. I'm pissed off. <laughs> I never was sympathetic. You're a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. What do you give the show? I give it an 8.1. It's over the threshold of Woodwatch. Good characters. Good male nudity. Only 23 minutes and only eight episodes. Wow. I'm gonna or give 12. Can't beat it. Yeah. That is good. I'm going to give it a seven. Stories about suburban lives led in quiet desperation. Usually I don't like them, but this, uh, this had a guy's dong in it. So that's pretty interesting. <laughs> I give the show. <laughs> I give the show a nine. Uh, I'm a Sally Field fan through and through. Sally, Sally Rooney? Fields. Whatever. <laughs> I like her a lot. <laughs> uh, I give this show a million. It is the best yeah. show ever made. It is almost as good as Knives Out. <laughs> nice. Devin has very limited pop culture knowledge. Uh, Knives Out was good, and Lakeith Stanfield's in it. Uh, yeah. No, I really liked the show. Hey, I'm Daniel Craig. Oh, good. Thank good you. Good night, America. Thank you, Devin, for joining us yeah, on the Devin, podcast. Thank you, Devin. It's great to have you. Yes. Thank you. Good night, America. Good night, everybody.